Keep down to. Blog Talk Radio. Okay.
Yeah, pleasant good evening to all of you out there in Radio Land. It's a wonderful day in my neck of the woods. I hope and pray wherever you are, you're also experiencing similar weather conditions. With me online is our guest, our panelist, Murchis Nesbitt, Donna Brown, and of course, Dennis Heath. Hoping to hear from Hyacinth out of London shortly. He may be experiencing a little bit of problem, but nevertheless, we just want to just give God thanks, and then we'll bring in our panelists to say hello to all the wonderful friends around the world. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day, the opportunity you have afforded us to have yet another show. We pray you'll let it go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray for the ones who make it possible each and every week to have a show, whether by financial support or by other means, Lord. We're grateful for their assistance. We're also grateful for the ones who do, do so morally, by listening or giving some advice, Lord. We're grateful for the ones who help us to fix any problems we may have, Lord. We thank you for all the assistance they've gotten over the years. We pray you'll continue to help us as we try to improve the knowledge of the game to our natives and those who are far. Thank you, Lord, for everything. We pray also for your kind assistance for those who are struggling with Elias health. Namely, my dear friend and brother, Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter, Lisa. We pray for Eugene Francis, my brother, over in Pembroke Pines, and the husband of Heisen Christian, David Christian. He is indeed struggling with ill health. And Natuba, I hope I got that right, Lord, the father of Jatin Patel. He has been... Under the weather in recent times, but hopefully he'll be back on his feet again, Lord. We pray for Lisa Lashley, as well as Bobsy Nisbet, and today Murtris Nisbet, also, Lord. We pray, pray for them both. I hope that you may just touch their bodies. We pray for Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Elfamita Willett, and my other siblings, Wentworth, Gabriel, and Telbert. Talbert and Duane Francis, Lord. We pray for Dennis Kelman. We pray for Joseph Gunstrup, Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hall-Pike, Earl Stevens, Dr. Roger Brown, and our dear friend, Dr. Linford McKenzie. We also pray for Dawn Simon, Lord. We just pray for them, Lord. We just ask that you heal the names that have called. And for those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we just ask that you... Touch their bodies. Heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their heads, Lord. We thank you again for this wonderful day you have afforded us. And trust that you will make this show be one to remember. Let it be without any interference. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Now let me introduce our friends and well-wishing. Let's call on Donna. Good evening to you, Donna. Your friends are waiting to hear your wonderful voice and your report, if any, from your neck of the woods. Good evening, good evening. I'm fine over here in New York. We're a bit rainy today, but doing okay. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. Dennis, to Leon, and to Murphy, who might be listening, and to any other mm-hmm. panelists we'll be on at this time. Mm-hmm. 
I hope it ties right. into the soon. Soon get in. I don't know. I'll try and see if I can reach her. Okay, and we want to just bring in Dennis. Dennis, good evening to you, sir. And we good evening. Good evening to you, Leon, uh, Murchis, and Donna. And, uh, you know, unlike Donna, with rain out there in New York, out here in Southern California, it's nice, bright, sunny, clear temperatures, 75 degrees, very sunny, wonderful day out here. In the meantime, let me say hello and welcome to all our listeners wherever you are in the world. This is The Cricket Show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Cricket Show. You can call us at one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero one five one five six zero five nine eight five zero or send us an email cricket show at comcast dot net. That's the cricket show one word at comcast dot net. Set your reminder okay. to join us every Sunday at six PM on the Eastern time zone. Okay, back to you, Leah. Indeed. And uh, until we we hear from our coach, Jaitin, we will just give a brief outline of what we intend to cover today. We obviously will be covering the coach's corner, and this week we'll just continue with a report about the ongoing World Cup, some upsets, some good performances, and we'll give you all that we know. At the top of the hour, around about 7 o'clock, we will give you our birthday and anniversary celebrations. And, and this is done by, uh, presented by Audley Watson. We'll be focusing on the laws of cricket. And we'll be covering law 11. And we have uh, none other but Heinz, not but Donna Brown to present, make the presentation today. And folks are in, uh, looking forward to hear what she has to say on Law 11, Law 11. And we will talk a little bit about International Committee and the Women's Cricket Support in Afghanistan. And the Cricket World Cup is very much in the air, and of course we have some upsets and some good performances, and it's really good to watch England went down today and we'll also talk about the CG United Super 50 tournament ongoing in the Caribbean. We have the latest updates that we can gather and we'll give you all these names. And we talked about it last week and the week before, but we weren't able to get into it in detail. We hopefully we will try and get into it this week. The $250 million that was going to be invested by the regional cricket, for regional cricket in the Caribbean, we tell you how it's going to be spent. And CWI, the the women's A team, is on tour of Pakistan. We'll give you the latest reports we have out of Pakistan. And then the women's tour of Bangladesh will be coming up shortly. And Zimbabwe men's team will be touring in Namibia. And Australia women uh, taking part in uh, not only Australian women, but women from all the world, around the world, who are able to make the cut uh, in the big bash over in Australia. 
and it will give you news about the obituary of one of the greatest skinheads that ever lived, Bishan Singh Betty. He died this week, and what a what a character. He wore a turban. He used to be a joy to watch. He was outspoken, and the cricket world had lost a great spinner, and Inda in particular would mourn the loss of this legendary left-arm spinner out of India. And Dennis Sand, do you know of anything else that uh, left out that you may want to bring to the fore? Well, there are things happening that we can catch up on. I mean, for example, mm-hmm. part of the press, we've got a report from uh, ESPN Crick Info uh, mm-hmm. regarding the qualification requirements for the 2025 ODI. And in that report, Leon, it says the top seven sides at the ODI World Cup tonight, the top seven who finishes, those who finish in the top seven in this competition will compete in the eight-team event next time around. So the top seven Mm -hmm. sides at the end of the league stage of the ongoing ODI World Cup in India will qualify for the 2025 Champions Trophy along with host Pakistan to complete compete in the eight-team event. So this time okay. we have ten teams, but it will be eight teams in the 2025 version. I wonder if, if India will be among those teams going to Pakistan. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> oh, Pitesh Jaitun will tell us, would he not? <laughs> he will tell us whether or not that is possible. We, we would like to hear whether or not. It has been that matter has come to to at least a solution, and you can get them both playing together. It's not a joint nope. team, one team team playing. They seem to bring out the best of each other, and of course, you will, would like to see that team. Any other matter that you have, or anything well, you want to go in before we get go- one thing before we we move on there? Did that mean, uh, Leon, that? England, currently in the form they are in, England will join the West Indies along with maybe Afghanistan, not Afghanistan, and Bangladesh and others in the qualification knockout round (laughs) next year. I mean, the fact that England's in there along with the West Indies makes us sit up and take note. Yeah, Yeah. and of course, there are one or two other items you... um, you know, uh, during this past week, Kelly, and a group of 34 uh, men over 60 years old, cricket enthusiasts from across the United States, assembled at the Woodley Park Cricket Field in Los Angeles, California. This gathering was billed as a training group from which a squad of 16 players will be selected to represent the USA over 60s in the age-related Cricket World Cup due to be held in India in February 2024 from March 19th to March 2nd. It is anticipated that... I've got to break you here, though, um, Dennis, because Uh we've got a very important young man on board, and he he is very vicious. He doesn't like to... He does not. He's a busy man. So let's turn over the contention to... And we'll turn it right over to you, Dennis. Well, Coach, 
Good afternoon to you and welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner this week, although we are, as you will have gathered, temporarily putting Coach's Corner, discussing coaching techniques to discuss and put our emphasis on the Cricket World Cup currently ongoing in India. So as that will be the subject or the center of our discussion this round. And you've joined us. I'm not sure if you heard my opening uh, statement there regarding the uh, 2025 Champions Trophy qualification uh, for the ODI World Cup in 2025. Um, in case you hadn't heard, um, a, a new story coming out of uh, ESPN Cricket Info says that the top seven sides at the ODI World Cup, the top seven finishers in the league format stage will qualify for the 2025 Champions Trophy along with host Pakistan to compete in the eight-team event. Of course, what is new to you there, Coach, and what's your comment on uh, that? Because it means England, along with the West Indies, maybe uh, possibly Sri Lanka, um, you know, Bangladesh, Netherlands, all of those teams will have to enter the final knockout that stage route to qualify. What are your thoughts on, on that before we launch into other comments, Coach? It will be very hard. Uh, first of all, good evening, everyone. It will be very hard to say what can be or what format could be. They are going to do it. But I will say the way I have heard from different places, it looks like they are going to do a six or eight maximum teams now because the things are going in a different direction when it comes to scheduling issue. Too much cricket. So what they are trying to do target is to limit the teams at the world event. And that can bring the little bit uh, serious business as a quality games. It cannot be like one-sided game. On top of that, the schedule is always concerned because more teams means you're going to need the more time to finish all these different, uh, we call it, uh, events, which last two to three weeks or maybe four to six weeks. It is too much. So that is where they are trying to put together and say, Whatever it works, they are trying to get it smaller tournament, better tournament. And then in order to give the advantage to each and everyone out there, they have to create the qualifier, which is normal in almost every sport, in Olympic and everywhere else, that you have to go through some sort of qualifier before you represent the national team. And uh, that is, uh, to me, it will not be a surprise when we look at 16 teams, top 16 teams, which is playing World Cup in the last 20 years. No doubt, they suffer around sometimes 10, sometimes 12, sometimes 14. But there were 16 is a uh, make sense maximum. And... Uh, 
in my situation, I will say again, we are not sure yet how they will do it. What will be the qualifying situation? But if it does, I will say keep the top four from the ODI based on the ranking during any cycle and then take two or four teams from the qualifier. So that way, the top team easily get the qualifications and the remaining 8 to 12 teams have the opportunity to compete among themselves and the best team can go forward. Definitely, they need to get rid of this, we call it the reserve system, the more benefits and advantage to the full-time members. That's need to go away soon because now we have seen even in this World Cup, for example, England was a defending champion and look at there after the sixth game, they are at the bottom of the table. So it's not about full-time members. It's not about who is the last defending champion or something like that. They need to find a way to make sure that everyone has the opportunity based on the current form, in a current situation. It's not what they have done. It. And it's the same. There's another example. We can take it like Zimbabwe used to play World Cup. Kenya played World Cup. Canada played some World Cup. I think once upon a time, Bermuda was there, qualified to play the World Cup, and they did play it. Right? And now recently, we've seen the West Indies out of that uh, qualifier. So if you look at the overall world is changing, and in my opinion, the team, whichever performs, they deserve more opportunity than anyone else. So in other words, if I have a choice, I better go for the qualifier for each and every team, not even one, two, three, four. Why don't we have all compete different way, different region, different area, and then pick up the top teams from that current form and let them compete for the national title or international title or championship or World Cup. But I believe the qualifier must So, Coach, with fewer teams there, say, eight teams next year, are they likely to use the same – well, I say next year, I meant the next World Cup. Are they likely to use the top four finalists in an eight-team format as well? Or will they change it somehow? Again, the day this development is going on, with the 228 uh, Olympic is in uh, mind, we are expecting a lot of changes. Some changes we might see within a year or two, but by the Olympic, we are expecting a lot of changes in cricket world. And that will be the thing we have to look into. What are the changes coming and how it benefits to certain teams, certain level? You know, it's not like something everybody's going to get advantage out of it. Some teams may lose some opportunities. Some teams may gain something out of it. But again, it's a very uh, difficult to say at this point until the ICC and board decides 
how they want to move forward to meet that Olympic challenge. And again, I will say we will have some clear indication where they're heading by maybe 2027. It's too early to say anything. So, in, Coach, you mentioned 2027. Now, that is the year when the World Cup, the ODI World Cup, will be um, jointly held by South Africa, Zimbabwe, and, and Namibia, which means that all three teams will qualify. This would certainly not work on the uh, eight-team format. So are we then likely to go back, revert to a 14-team format, much like we have in this year, 2023? Well, 2023, right now, we only have in 10 teams. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And each team is playing nine games. Right. And because of that, I'm concerned about the schedule. You only have 10 teams under this format. This is almost six weeks going to tie mm-hmm. up entire world cricket for this one event. And that is the where they need to sort out how we can complete this tournament in two to three weeks. And at the same time, it will suffer or impact so many other schedules to accommodate this world-class event. And with the crowd is piling up with this commercial one, franchise cricket, it's all over, everywhere, here around. And within next two, three years, we might see the double the number of that franchise cricket growing and that will be the huge concern to find a slot as well as find a time frame as well as find the right players to hey, play. I'm going to call you now. I'm calling you now. You're near, Leon. Yeah, no, you're done. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, so, Coach, with 14 teams, I mean, we have 10 teams now and it's taken all this time. If you're increasing it to 14 in 2027, isn't that going to require a lot more time? And secondly, which part of the year or the cricket season would the tournament be held in 2027 down in South Africa, Zimbabwe, Namibia? Well, usually when we say about this major tournament, Right now, if you look at it, they are only playing one game at a time. If you play two games on any given day, there is a strong possibility that you can cut down the time. Number two, let's consider this current uh, format. You got 10 teams. Everyone is playing against each and every team. And that is takes longer time. It needs to be Olympic-style pool. Four or six teams in a one pool. And you only need is a number of qualified teams going for the World Cup. So there are ways to cut down that situation. 
but again it will depends on how they consider to accommodate each and every situation worldwide that includes the associate country full time country members and then there is a lot of work needed to behind the logistics about hosting this tournament is not something you can just go and play there is a huge planning management administration in involved so is there like a i will say they can split the groups into four like olympic you got 16 teams make a four groups four team each mm-hmm. and then take top two and go for the playoff because that way like for example if you look at this current format is you playing nine games against each country by the time you play semi final you are facing one of the team it doesn't matter which one is but now you are playing second game against the same country and then again when you go final you are expecting maybe one more time a team you already have faced in the past so it is like uh, we are doing best of two best of three kind of situation here so it's like if you separate with those group like normally when you see olympic this year it was different we had a, like a seen the quarter final teams are coming out from the same groups but to go for the initial round sweet 16 it was a fair enough you taking two from each group and move forward and that's a cricket has to follow some sort of formula in a qualification to cut down the time coach this this year this tournament currently ongoing in india i i noticed that i think all of these matches are played on a day night basis why was that format uh, the one used for this tournament do you have any idea i think they are targeting the crowd because if you play weekdays it's very hard to get people especially for AD, odi which is the 8 hour long mm-hmm. so because of that they are putting this evening game and that is where the ipl success is they got the maximum number of fans because the games are played at the evening after the dinner or during the dinner so the lot of people can come out and join these games this this suggests then that this might be the way to go for other cricket tournaments having them at day night as as a matter of um default rather than play them during the day it depends on a the country there are countries out there have a hard time to bring the electricity into the system you know okay. and mm-hmm. there are a lot of countries out there where they have the enough resources to host this night events but yes night makes sense even the lot of uh, us sports we here see it usually runs at the evening or at the night like and th- that's nothing wrong with it they need to switch it because the daytime is a little bit complicated for anyone because people don't want to take time off and go to the games yeah, okay coach yeah. yeah go ahead leon yeah okay i just yeah. want to ask coach whether or not he feel feel that there should be some changes 
with regards to the technology they use to the to a judge an LBW decision or a court behind. Sometimes I have no problem with a court behind, but with a naked eye. Sometimes you see a ball pitch under stump, and they judge the trajectory to go over the stumps, wide of the stump, the offside or the left side, and to the naked eye. You could see that was plumb. Do you have any problems with it? You see, you see any the changes need to be made? Well, that is for sure because uh, I think a lot of people are concerned about this situation. When you see the ball is hitting stumps, but the, sometimes they give the decision its empire's call. And in that situation, we have seen different worlds and different type mm-hmm. of things. Sometimes ball is hitting stump, mm-hmm. and empire has given not out. They still say it's the empire call. And sometimes empire has given out, and they are stick with it when they say empire's call. So it is like uh, they need to find some sort of solution to mm-hmm. use this technology right. If it is uh, going on the decision-making on the technology side, need to be accepted, whatever the decision come out from them. I think we are talking for this empire call for last four or five years, which uh, I do not agree. Because if you look at it, if the ball whispers even stump and bells falls off, it's still out. Where you see a lot of videos, the ball is hitting stump slightly or maybe quarter. I don't know what that criteria is. But if the ball hitting stump, means it need to be out. And that's a huge concern. Not only that, this LBW situation to me is not a bulletproof. Because sometimes when they say ball is bouncing, moving, angling, now, it's not properly determined by the technology. There is a human effort behind it to track down and create this, uh, we call it uh, the tracking, right? So there's a partial technology, but there's a still control by the human. So we, we have to have a lot of improvement there. Are you through there? Okay, Coach, um, still on this uh, World Cup cycle, we saw that uh, this one match between Australia and New Zealand, where Australia scored 388 in 50 overs, and New Zealand replied with 383 in the 50 overs. Uh, My question for you is this. How do we explain to the fans that in a test match, it often takes an entire day for a team to score 200 plus runs. But yet in an ODI match, they can score 380, almost 400 runs in half a day or in 50 overs. How do you explain that to the fans who says to you, this tells me that test cricket is, a, dare I say it, a waste of time. Your comment. 
not only the test cricket i will say just wait next few years and this odi will be waste of time too people are looking at real entertainment in a small time frame which is t20 and t10 those are the best uh, formats you can entertain the fans even for the tv audience it is too much to hang around almost 8 hours to look for the decision and if you look at it the majority of the scores they are putting which is let's say almost 90% it's under 300 runs so now the same amount of runs between 150 to 300 they are scoring in t20 cricket is all about scoring runs and decisions are all made based on the run score then why don't we go the quicker games then hanging with the longer games and that is what there's a lot of people are taking uh, less interest if you were, i was doing little bit uh, number wise this england team even they are world defending champion they have even hard time in this world cup to even bat for 35 overs forget mm-hmm. the 50 overs so another than we have seen even west indies team they play test match and they get out under the 50 over right so this mm-hmm. like it doesn't make any sense unless you bring the quality cricket back and that is where i say a lot of people don't agree but this is a class is missing and because of that quality cricket does not exist anymore you can still force these players and say pay five days if you want to play odi play odi if you want to play t20 they play but i don't see the clear intent behind those keeping those longer version of games play openers in this series have been kind of up and down but this one between australia and new zealand a power play of 118 runs how unusual is that total in terms of power play in odis well power play becomes very important uh, situation i would say the opportunity for the openers it has been established since 1996 when jcvia and kaluvitharna used to open the sri lanka and they used to smack the ball out of 30 yards some aerial shots because there is no fielders you only have two fielders outside and the most likely we are looking at fielder usually on third man and fine leg means any cross shot can easily go for the fours and sixes so because of that situation batsmen can take a risk and go the route where there are no fielders right and because of that the lot of good teams are using as a power play as a tool to build the innings and that's how these uh, if you look at it uh, australia as we were talking from day 1 is not about losing but they will bounce back right same thing with uh, india pakistan can come back but they are now in a really huge trouble because of some injuries and uh, because they are not able to uh, i will say keep the momentum in a middle over and that's the reason when we say power play it's a very important if you don't take this power play 
the common uh, criteria or I would say common strategy or tactic for any team is score at least 60 runs without losing wicket if you can. If you can do more, yes. The rest of the inning, other batters can come out and do really well. But when you lose wickets in this power play and then things can change, you can be under pressure. And that is where a lot of teams are losing advantage because that is the risk. You have to score, but at the same time, you have to make sure that you are not losing wickets. Um, jo- um, Virgil is with us. Let's see, Virgil, any questions you have, might have on this World Cup happenings for coach? Not really. Okay. Donna? Any questions you might have for the coach on? Um, sorry, um, not question, but a statement. We were talking talking about um, not the power play, the the umpire call. Which, okay. I mean, if you as you said, if you will use technology, to me, I believe go with technology all the way. This thing where we're talking okay. about umpire call, as I said, yes. an umpire yes. don't have to steal, but an umpire can give one team an advantage over one. As I said, I bowl five ball, hit you, barely clipping the stump. Umpire said, not out. You do this, and I don't get my five wicket. You do the same thing, and you get your five wicket because he said out. To me, yeah. if it's hitting, clipping, or whatever, it should be no umpire call. It's out. Go with the technology all, all the way, and everybody should have an even plane when, when you do that. So I agree with, I mean, part of that, what you were saying, because we need, that need to really get rid of. And then if you're going technology, go all the way. But I don't really have a question. I'll just follow up with that. Uh, Donna, any questions you might have for Coach? No questions. Okay. All right, Coach. Well, here's a, here's a add-on to you. Add-on to you. I was talking to a few of my soccer coaches, uh, senior coaches, and uh, when they see these uh, clips, about the review by the third empire or the empire, they got the surprise. There's the difference between uh, these uh, review calls between soccer and cricket. If you're watching soccer, whether it's a FIFA Olympic or any major event, they have invented this TV review now. But usually the main rap, center rap, usually go to the TV. They look at the reply. And the referee itself, himself or herself, is the one communicating with the people behind the technology and decision makers. And eventually, the center ref is coming on the field. And the center, if the one is calling the call, because as per the law, on field empire is the final decision maker, right? Now, when you compare cricket, think about it. How horrible it can be. You're going for review because the field empire may not be right or may be right. We don't know. That's why the reviews are. But then clearly, the TV empire tells the field empire. And every fan out there in the world is watching. They say, you'll be next on TV. Our decision is out and you must raise your finger. I mean, when I hear this critic, they told me one thing, 
either you use the robot or either you use the human don't mix it up too because the field empire is only taking instruction from upstairs and if you make the decision then why you should be on the field i agree i, I mean I must... if you tell it as a empire in the middle to give out you are on the tv then why don't you come out straight on tv and so what your decision is you you know what will make that confuse when you see if you teaching somebody that never watched the game and you showing them you sitting down with them with that same game and they see the same thing with the the lbw eyeball lbw i appeal umpire said not out the ball clipped the stump and you have to remain not out now you yeah. do this, you bowling now and the guy watching again and it hit hit them hit hit the batman and the umpire said out and the ball clipped the stump now he's getting confused because he going to said come the same thing clipped the stump before when this person ball and because they said not out is not out and now when he clipped the same thing and he said out is out so it's it, you know it's confusing I mean, you have the point that that is where these American people are getting confused. I talk to a lot of people, and uh, look at this one other situation on LPW. If the ball hits the pad first, and if it hits the bat, then you'll be given LPW. But if the ball hits the bat first, and even the ball is going in a stump, and even it hits the pad. it says not out mm. at the same time it doesn't matter bat first or pad first if the short leg guy catches the ball you are out so now they, they need to simplify this process don't confuse is need to be straight forward one when you say the ball is going into the stumps and if it hits your pad or body then you are out stick with it I can understand as long as they hit the bat you cannot be out LBW I can understand the part there that's that's just just the law if you hit the bat cannot be out I mean if you catch it off of there of course you're out got anything touch the bat and anyway be and you catch it is out but the umpire call with the LBW that's the one that confusing yes. to people that don't know the game and for me it's like you can cheat if you want to not to say cheating but one side can get a big advantage Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, Leon has a question. Leon, yeah, I, I, I had a question prior to the, the conversation we're having now. My understanding is that they are trying to regularize or brighten up the ODIs. And if you notice, many of the fields that are being prepared now, or the, the, the dimensions, are smaller. And that's why we have those big scores. Mm-hmm. So that is to bring to brighten up the ODI so that they can be in power with the T20 to make them more exciting and more more brighter and more <laughs> more runs are being scored because where in the world are you hearing 388 runs being scored, 380 runs scored, 350, 340, near about in the World Cup in the, in 75 and 79. There were 60 overs and West Indies made 183 and India no India made 183 and West Indies made 180 and nowadays we can score 350 
he says something. So that, that's my understanding that they're doing. And another question. Sometimes an umpire gives you out. The ball is pitched outside the off stump, and you don't make a stroke. And in the opinion of the umpire, the ball moves, would hit the stumps. They give you out if you, if you didn't play a stroke. But if you play a stroke and the ball would have hit the, hit the stump, sometimes the umpire don't give you out, and sometimes they give you out. It's just a discretion of the umpire. Huh? Go ahead. Coach, you have a comment on that? No, it will be always like long-lasting discussion, you know, but they need to straight it out, this thing, so the people can understand easily. Mm -hmm. You need to be regularized and straighten out and make it. We do have Audley on board, too. Dennis, yeah. Audley, welcome again this week. We're happy to have you with us. Um, any questions on the uh, discussion topic so far? Okay, first of all, good evening to my fellow panelists. And good evening. Listeners throughout, uh, mm-hmm. the listeners throughout the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. Okay, um, uh, I heard Leon ask a question, or he, may, he was asking... Um, are making a suggestion that you know the, the grounds of the where they are playing the ODI crickets presently that they are smaller, and and it is um, you know comparing what runs were being scored back when they were playing 60 overs. I know it was new then; it was a new concept, and some mm. of those guys sure. were still playing like Test cricket. Well, the the other right. thing is um, the thing is is. Um, were there any restrictions in the field place in like the first 10 overs and, and such like no. in, uh, when it started and first? No, so those, not in my recall. Right, because as they go along, they institute other stuff that make it mm-hmm. more of a batsman game that they could, could score more runs. Um, because I don't think Gavash would have scored 36 not out in, in, in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a day? <laughs> All right. So, um, going back to, to Leon's comment about the ball pitching outside the off stump, and mm-hmm. if you uh, if you do not offer a shot, a stroke, you can be given out. Or, but if you did offer a, a, a stroke, you you'll be given not out. And I think you've got to realize, Leon, that was meant to um, invite or to encourage take batters. football out of cricket. No, no, that was meant to encourage batters to, to play the ball and not just stand by and let the ball go through. Because that that's, why I say, is... that's why I call it football. Take football out of cricket. Maybe like Colin Coulter, they're using the pad, yeah. the pad so they much. Pad the ball out. But that's the game. That's the game. Coach, um, you know, um, we've seen Afghanistan do quite a number on Team Pakistan, and at the same time, we've seen Netherlands do the same number on Bangladesh and earlier South Africa. What does that say to you about the play in the um, current countries as far as the development of the game? Well, first of all, to me, talk about this World Cup, then you're playing World Cup. You're supposed not to take 
any team lightly. When you go with the word confidence, and when you get under the pressure, there is no escape route. And that is how the South Africa suffered against the Netherlands. Afghanistan is another team. You have to be extra careful. And Pakistan did not took it seriously, or Pakistan did not manage well. I mean, if you listen to all these commentators, they'll tell you the same thing. There are so many things that Pakistan has made errors, and that is what they paid the price for it. Mm-hmm. So these are the things. Remember, even Ireland beat the Pakistan way back in 2007 in the West Indies during that World Cup. Mm-hmm. A couple of times, Bangladesh beat Pakistan. So these are the upsets can come. And usually, if you are aware of it, if you know how to bounce back, then there is a strong situation. You can stay in the international arena. For example, when West Indies lost against the Kenya in one of the World Cup, I believe it was 1996, mm-hmm. the downfall began. Yep. And since then, if you look at it, they had a couple of World Cup won. But if you look at the situation, how they won, it's because of someone turned on that inning at the moment when it was badly needed. And you turn around those games. But if you really be a champion, then you still have the same performance over and over on a consistent basis, regular basis. It should not be on and off. If you compare right now, let's say India or Australia or even New Zealand, they are maintaining their championship contention in this World Cup, where the rest of the team has lost the focus. They have some issues. Everyone has some hardships. Everyone has some challenges to go with the rosters. Some teams have the injury issues. But if you look at the couple of those top four teams right now, you can say they are finding their own balance, whatever it takes. Where the team like England lost in a space right now has no clue, and when mm-hmm. they lost today against India, looks like they are done. Because mm-hmm. now the next challenge is a much uh, tougher than uh, we can all think about it. That's Australia, and looking at the current form with Australia, and the way the spinners are bowling, I will say it's an impossible task for England to win yeah. and bounce back. Means the point wise, they are done. And because of that, I believe they are taking exit route from this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Dennis, we're running a little bit over time, but allow me to ask a couple of questions before Coach go, and yeah. I'll make a, a comment if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Yes, first of all, in my opinion, I feel that England made a grave mistake to, to pick Stokes. Stokes retired and came out of retirement, and uh, to me, he was not fit. And to me, he's not bowling for England. And thirdly, he has been 
He has gotten out so irresponsible. And that's my feeling about it. And I'm, I'm somewhat happy that the West is not, not in, in the competition. You know, we said it before, and I'm going to say it again. West Indies probably would have, would have, would have been in the same position like what India and, well, well India, not India, well, England is in right now because we, we have not transformed our game. If you look, if you judge from the performance of our 50-over match right now. We have a long way to go to reach, and all these teams like like the Netherlands, the you name it, Afghanistan, they are improving, and we have not gone up a notch yet. But anyway, I hope they can do it. So that's my comment. All right, thank you, Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, we will just close this session for now and invite you to come back in about an hour or so when we will actually start looking at the individual scores and discuss the matches in a little bit more detail. Thank you once again for um, you know joining us at this time, and we look forward to your coming back and joining us. Or if you can stay, then do please stay with us. But we know you're busy, so we'd appreciate it if you can join us again later. Thank you, and I'll be coming back tonight. Yes, mm. for sure. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Coach. Leon? Thank Leon. you so much, Audley. Thank you so Just hold a while, and let me just welcome Hyacinth. Hyacinth, first of all, why don't you give us an up- update on David? How is he? Oh, oh David, David is the same. He's no... <laughs> oh, he's so different, you know. It's just that he had several falls, so just a little concerned. But, you know, he's he's getting, well, not getting there, but, you know, he started these classes to hopefully strength and balance might, you know, help him a bit. Okay. And for those who you don't know, David, he's a giant for Hyacinth. That's her <laughs> husband. <laughs> so, so, Virgil, be careful. When you meet a giant... Well, no, well I'll if you know his fa- David's father... Ralph Christian, huh? you know his father, don't you? Ralph Christian? Yeah. Ralph no. is the one who played for Antigua? Yeah. Oh, we used to call him Long Chani. He hit well, a long ball. He used to hit those balls out of the park. He's tall. <laughs> and he yeah. hits the ball out of recreation going to Roma Cardi. Virgil, you were not born yet. No, no, I, I would know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's oddly time. Oddly, come on in, Inside Edge. Mm. Yeah, no oddly. He's muted, I'm sure. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right, yeah. I muted myself. No, I was talking. Well, I was muted. Sorry about that. Okay, so the Inside Edge for today, we are in the World Cup team, so let me give a little World Cup stuff. Since the commencement of the World Cup back in 1975, did you know that... 219 centuries has been scored in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 219. And 219 leading up to this one, including this. Uh, and um, did you know that the most centuries to be scored in a single World Cup was 38 centuries in 2015? 38 centuries. 
in 2015, the most in any single World Cup. Right now, we are, I think we're about 23, so we may even, you know, catch up on that and surpass it. And the other little thing is that the first double century was scored in uh, the World Cup also 2015, and that was by Chris Gale, 215 um, against Zimbabwe. And the second highest, and the highest one in the same year, 2015, was scored by Martin Gumtill when he made, yeah, 200 and um, he just got but away from me right now. But, but yeah, he... he Against the Western is, right? High score. 200, 200 and 237 not out. He, he, he made that one. 237 not out. The highest I was against the Western was it? Was West in the history. Um, I, I know, I know A.B. the villains did some great bad thing about <laughs> against the Western. No, it... it I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who he made it against right now. And um, the, the last little information about that is that the first century was scored by Dennis Amis from England, 137 runs, and that he made it against India in 1975, of course. And on the same day, but he did it first, uh, Glenn Turner, scored 171 at all playing against East Africa. And would you believe that those were the only two centuries that were made in the inaugural World Cup? Only two mm-hmm. playing 60 over. So and, and, I heard something, and I heard something interesting today. The, um, Corley's doc today was the first in his first, appearance. Yeah, first in World Cup. All right. Thank you for that. All right. So I'll give you a little more next week. All right? Yes. Yes, indeed. That's it for today. himself again. Yeah. Oddly. Oddly. Okay, okay. Mm. So here we go. With that sound in the background, it's uh, Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Yes, it's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say, hey, happy birthday or happy anniversary. Or, hey, you just want to call in. Give us a call, 515 515-605-9850. 515-605. 9850, and that's the number you can call anytime throughout the show. 515-605-9850. And as we go along with the birthdays and anniversaries, we'll give an occasional footnote on individuals and so as we go along. Okay, today is the 29th of October. Wow, do you think, you, you believe that it's 300 and... 
302nd day, 302, uh, uh, day number 302 of, of 2023 already. I remember when my birthday came and, uh, and I was saying, wow, we have all of 364 days to go. And now it's almost over, 302, day 302 for the year. Okay, let's start with, I noticed that one gentleman came in very early today. And um, I don't know if you know a guy named Francis. He has a son by the name of Darren. Darren Francis mm-hmm. Virgil. How you doing? Yeah. Vir- Virgil's son is celebrating a birthday today. And daddy is here, of course, to big up his son. So we're going to come back with a happy birthday, Darren. Uh, in cricket, we have Wilfred Rhodes from England, the oldest cricketer ever to play test cricket. At a grand young age of 52 years and 165 days. Oldest ever to play test cricket. And we have Matt, Matty Potts, mm-hmm. Dennis Brooks, Dennis, uh, David Allen, and Michael Vaughan, former captain. They're all celebrating birthday today. From Australia, Matthew Hayden, Greg Blewett, Charles Eddy. From South Africa, Adam Batcher. Uh, New Zealand, we have Ryan Ulick. We have Alex Richard Kosak from Ireland, Viran Aran from yeah. India, Nawab Khan from Afghanistan, Anora T- uh, Tinakun from Sri Lanka, Dougie Brown and Michael, Michael Lacht from Scotland, and Ali Hassan from Italy. For the 30th tomorrow, Karana Heath. The niece of Mr. Dennis Heat, yeah, will be having a birthday, Triana Heat. And also Leon's daughter, Joseph Johnson, she will be celebrating her birthday uh, yes, tomorrow indeed. as well. Yes. And, um, of course, I know Leon will be commenting on Dennis more on that one. Um, back to cricket, Courtney Walsh will be celebrating his birthday along with Robert Bobby Frail, also out of Jamaica, cricket commentator, soccer commentator, everything, super commentator. And we have Zadia James, female cricketer out of St. Lucia. She will be celebrating tomorrow as well. Mike Veleta and Carmen Stevenson from Australia. We have Len Hopwood, Peter Smith, and Ellen Willem Ash. Now, she is the oldest cricketer on record that we uh, I, I know I, I said on record she played seven test matches for England and uh, she was born 1911 and she died 2021 at a grand old age of 110 years and 34 days oldest recorded cricketer we know alright so if you want to live long play cricket <laughs> and um, also, we have Janet Reynolds from Japan, Kwasim Shaikh from Scotland, Linda Frazen, Brooke Holiday from New Zealand, Sandra Dawson from Ireland, uh, we have Junid Siddiqui and Saif Hassan from Bangladesh, John Adams, who um, Virgil will remind us a little later that he took the title of president. Because um, if, if um, the, you know, cricket, cricketers could call their, their, their leader president, why not? The second U.S. president, John Adams, um, 
took the name unto himself president. And by the way, his son went on to be the sixth president of the United States, John Quincy Adams. Okay, for the 31st, we have a friend of Virgil, Calvin Stevenson. Yep, Calvin Stevenson will be celebrated also um, for the 31st. And um, we have Kati uh, Ramat Parker and Kati C.D. Yaduyu. Um, this Yaduyu um, is a guy from India that he played um, 70 matches for India and he played for six decades. Six decades he played from 1916 to 1963. Guys are not made like that anymore. All right, we have Catherine Rama. And Martha Wrench from Australia, William Weishal from England, Shane Dowich and Chadwin Nation, Dowich from Barbados, Chadwin Nation, female cricketer out of Jamaica. Javid Moon, that's becoming the youngest cricketer to score a test double hundred, 106 versus New Zealand back in 1976. And he was 19 years and 141 days. Uh, Navid Isbaz from Bangladesh. And we have Chitan Chama, the first cricketer, first bowler to take a hat-trick in the World Cup. And that was against New Zealand back in uh, 1987. And Sonil Gavaska scored his only 100 in ODI. He played 108 and um, he scored 103 not out in 88 balls. Um, he played that match um, against... Um, I don't have the... Uh, oh, yeah, against New Zealand. Against New Zealand. Okay, so for the 1st of November, um, and, uh, of course, Antigua Barbuda will be celebrating their independence. They had their, got their independence back in right. 1981 under great leader, Veer Bird. Yes, the Honorable Veer Bird. Yes, and uh, so they'll be celebrating their independence on the 1st of November. Ivadne Haynes, a friend of mine, up in Georgia. Hey, Miss Ibadney, of course. The Lord spend my life. I'll give her a call for that day. Okay, we have Tom Walker, Montiki Bowen, Gerald Smithson, and Craig Sh- Greg Sharden, all from um, England. Akram Khan, Faham Montier, from, uh, and Mohammed Saeed, as long as Mohammed Sabadin. All from Bangladesh, Bruce Dolan and Marty Attic, female cricketer from Australia. VVS Latchman and Nat Banjari from India. Sherwin Campbell to Barbados um, for West Indies and Odin Smith out of Jamaica. Joshua Little from Ireland and Saban Nazir, female cricketer from Pakistan. For the second, we have... Mr. Ed Lewis, last week he, he had a birthday and um, I, I, I was not on. And I, I was mm. gentleman. I was out, I traveled, and then I came in the day and I, I took a little <laughs> lying down and, and that was it. I was done. So Ed celebrated his birthday the 25th of October. 25th? And oh. the 25th of October he celebrated his birthday. And come the second, he'll be celebrating his wedding anniversary. He and his wife, they'll be celebrating. They got married back in 2014. So I think that will be mm-hmm. about the ninth anniversary. So happy yeah. birthday when it comes, Ed. 
And so back to cricket, Gary Alexander and Robert Haynes from Jamaica, Amanda Subaru from out of Trinidad and Tobago, Victor Trump and Michael Johnson from Australia, Paul Harris from South Africa, Sini Monan from India, Mohammed Monroe and Ephraim Faisal from Pakistan, Fred Bakewell from England, Ellen Badham from New Zealand, Robert Chaloner from Canada, and Nikki Squire from Ireland. For the 3rd of November, Boxer Larry Holmes. Hey, he will turn 74. Wow, mm-hmm. he's getting there. 74 on mm-hmm. the 3rd. Um, back to cricket, we have Robert Blunt, Vaughn Brown, and Brian Young, all from New Zealand. Asmat Rana and Nahida Khan, female cricketer, uh, out of Pakistan. Dick Richardson from England. Elsa Perry from Australia. And we have Kirk Edwards from Barbados. Charles Jones from Guyana. And Joe Small, who scored the first half century for the West Indies in Test cricket. And of course, we know the person that scored the first century and the century for the West Indies is um, Clifford Roach, out a hard-hitting opening batsman out of Trinidad. And we have, we have Rashima Sharma from India. And finally, on the 4th of November, Malcolm Marshall died back in 1999 on the 4th of, uh, 4th of um, November, that is. Robin Brown, uh, somebody concerning Mr. McKenzie, um, Hopefully he'll come on a little more. Uh, by the way, I spoke to Mr. McKenzie the other day for a little bit, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he's uh, doing as well as expected. Um, back to cricket, um, Rodney Marsh, John Hastings, and Olivia Marco, all from Australia, Cliff Vivian and Lee German from New Zealand, and Lee German, uh, Lee German debuted for New, New Zealand as the captain of his side. He played only 12 test matches, but he was captain and debut for New Zealand. Asit Mutaba um, and Sadia Yusuf from Pakistan. Little David Williams out of Trinidad and Tobago. And we have Alan Jones from England. Jasuran, Jasuran Khan, Jasuran Khan Mohaltra from the United States. He's one of those guys that hit in first class cricket to hit six sixes. I think he did it earlier this year or last year. And we have Hashatullah Shahidi from Afghanistan. And that's what I have for you here, Leanna Kamakalim. Okay. Thank you so much, Orly. You're calling Donna. Donna, you have a birthday or birthdays that you want to announce or anything of significance? So, not about this for me this week. Okay. Well, Hyson has to have somebody. Hyson? <laughs> yes. It's Denfield's birthday on Friday the 3rd. Oh, yes. Denfield the 3rd, right? The 3rd. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, and people may want to know who Denfield is. Denfield is your uncle? My brother. brother. My brother. only brother, brother left now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, my he's my my younger my my older brother too, because we're yeah. cousins, but but we he was more to 
me. But you hear this, isn't it? Yes, he, he usually comes to me every Thanksgiving until he gets get down a little bit. But um, happy birthday, then feel I give him a shout uh, late in the week. Anyway, he's got my sister Yolanda and her daughter and her her daughter. They're down there. Oh, they're down there. Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. right now. Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. Happy birthday, Danfield. That's my buddy. Anybody else? How about you, Dennis? Anything from your end? Yes, yeah, just to, um, dare I say, correct pronunciation on a couple of names here for um, uh, oddly. My niece's mm-hmm. name is, is pronounced Tyrona. Tyrona. You want to spell it? P-Y-R-O-N-A. P-R-T. P. He as in Killing. Tom. Okay. C-Y as in Young. Mm-hmm. R as in Roger. Yeah. O. Mm-hmm. N as in Nancy. A. Okay. Pronounced okay. Thank ma- you. Mm-hmm. Pronounced Tyrona. And as Tyrona. far as okay. Mal, Mal Hotra who hit the six sixes, mm-hmm. that is Jas- Jaskaran. I think yeah, just Karan. Just Karan. Just Karan. All right, that's that's the number four. Sometimes some, some tongue twisters. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I I thought, and yes, I did speak to Mackenzie earlier today, and he did send his wishes and hope to join us, but as so far yeah. he hasn't been able yes, to join us. Thanks, to Leon. Back to okay, you. Okay, thank else. you, thank you. Just want to just send out happy birthday to in advance to my dear daughter, my younger daughter. Mm-hmm. Josette Erica, just want to just mention, you know, it was her doing why we are in this ne- in the, her neck of the woods because when we made an yeah. an attempt to move from South Florida, come a little north, we decided to go near Orlando area. But she said, "No, Daddy, come on up," and it was one of the greatest decision we have made. Me, thank you, thank you. Tomorrow she'll be. Making another birthday, and I'm happy. Wonderful daughter. She looks after me very well, takes care of me. Couldn't desire better. Thank you, Lord, for Josette, Erica Francis, and her husband is just about the same. They do everything, anything repair-wise we need. They are here to help me if they can. If not, we have to hire someone else. But most of the thing is done. And I'm happy for her. Happy, happy birthday. We call her, we call her Panguanati. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows why we call her that. But we are both, certain... you know. <laughs> 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 we are both, I know. When she was small, her teeth was just about small like those. So we just call her that. <laughs> like the Panguanati. You know, the penguin, the yeah, same yeah, color, yeah. and very yeah. small. But as she grew old, she got, she got better. So thank you, thank you. Or oh, anybody else? Okay, and we're going to sing. Send this to everybody. All right, before you, before you go, before, before you, yeah, I, have, um, I have one of my friends. He, he, mm-hmm. he lived in England, um, but he, he's in Jamaica right now spending it. Today is his birthday. Danny Williams, one of my schoolmates. Born the same year, and he's celebrating mm-hmm. his 70th birthday today in Jamaica. And of course, I mentioned Ibadne, Ibadne Low, not mm-hmm. Ibadne Hain, Hain, 
um, getting in tongue twists and everything. Evadne Haynes, and of course, he's the, she is the grandmother of Harriet's children. Yeah, so um, of course, I'll give her a call. Come the first, Lord, be my life. And there, there are some birthdays I should have mentioned today to start out with some celebrities that have birthdays today. Mm. Frank Sedgman is an Australian um, tennis player. He won five singles titles, and today he's celebrating his grand 96th birthday. So, mm-hmm. again, if you want to live long, you have to do some sports, cricket, tennis, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> and then then we have the, 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 the 24th president of Liberia, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. She is 85 years old today. Okay. And uh, also, I don't know, you, you maybe have watched television, Bob Ross, a great painter, the art of painting. Yeah, he would have been 81 today, but he died in 1995. Um, and um, we have Melba Moore. Remember Melba Moore, singer Melba, singer after Melba Moore? She's 76 mm-hmm. years old today. She's 76 today. And um, Kate Jackson. Uh, she's one. She's, you, you remember her from Charlie's Angel? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's one, one, one of Charlie's Angels. She is 75 years old today. Wow. And uh, Randy Jackson, one of the member of the Jackson Five, she is 62 years old today. And we have uh, Wayona Ryder. She's 52. Gabriel Union, you know her as the wife of Dwayne Wade. She is 51 years old today. And also Therese Ellis Ross, the, doc, the daughter of Diana Ross. She comes in like brackish and girlfriend. She's also 51 years old today. So those are some of the celebrities that also celebrate their birthday today. All right. So you can no, go my, ahead. My turn. My turn. My turn. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Virtual. Yeah. Virtual. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let me, let, let me say a happy, ber- happy belated birthday to Ed Lewis, and I wish him all the best and many more to come. And also, mm-hmm. happy birthday to Calvin, Stephen, that Earl's son, on the, I think it's tomorrow. Happy birthday to him and wish him all the best. And I would like to say a very special happy birthday to my son, oldest son, Darian, who's celebrating his birthday today. And I wish him all the best and many more to come. And just want him to know that I love him out of this world. And his, his son here would like to say happy birthday to him also. All right. Bring him on. Come on on, son. Uh, yeah, I just want to say a happy birthday to my dad. And my okay. name is Darren, too, as also. Um, All right. You, you have to give us the name of your dad. You have to give us the name of your dad. Yeah. What's, what's his name? Darian Smith. Okay. All right. Okay. Is he the DJ? Is he a DJ? No. no. Okay. No. okay. Yeah, we all are happy for him, and we just want to wish him happy birthday as well. We're going to play a song for him, but after this one. So thank you for calling. You're very brave. You must. You must. You must take up um, <laughs> public speaking. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, good. 
For all the Antiguans, I'm going to play the Antiguan national anthem. It comes on the 1st of November. 42 years for Antigua. Antigua national anthem. The thing them call the broken heart, this blessed love will never pass it. Don't know it from the start, me tell them say I'm dirty, yeah. I Sean Paul and Sasha, come sing for them, baby. So you made me hollow, you made me sad. I can't get your tenderness. Still I can't get you off my mind. What is it about you, baby? I got the dirty, dirty love.
Okay, there we go. Special from Leon to all the birthday celebrants. Okay, so this has been the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Join us next week, God willing, just about 7 o'clock. Once again, we'll do it all again, the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Orly. And we're going to turn it over to Dennis. He's going to focus on the laws with Donna. Take it away, Dennis. Thank you, Leon. We've now come to the section of our program where we will focus on the laws of cricket. And today's presenter is Donna Brown. Donna? Are you muted? Oh, sorry. I was muted. Sorry about that. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening, Miss Donna. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> like how you call my name, Orly. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I'll do it more often. That's a David smile. That's a David smile. Can you hear me clearly? Yes. yes Loud and clear. Okay. From my end. All right. So... As usual, you know that this segment, we focus on the laws of cricket, and I'm going to give a brief overview of law number 11 today, which talks about intervals in the game. So here we go. Once play has commenced, any stoppage for drinks, meals, or breaks between innings is officially an interval. However, due to playing condition agreement, an interval may also occur for other reasons not stipulated by the laws of cricket. The laws of time allowed for interval breaks are clearly stated in Law 11. The interval will start when the umpire calls time at the end of a play. The interval will end when the umpire calls play for the start of the next session of match play. The interval at lunch is usually about one hour and one half an hour for tea at the local club match level. The stoppage time intervals may be more or less, but this is always by agreement of both teams of both teams if the interval is not previously stated in the pre-match playing conditions. The interval between innings begins from the close of an inning until the start of the next inning, and 10 minutes only is the official time allowed. However, when less than 10 minutes of playing time remains at the end of the match day, play will officially be declared ended for the day. Additionally, if an innings is declared closed or forfeited during an interruption involving more than 10 minutes, play immediately on the start of the match. When the team batting first fails to give timely notice of declaration or forfeiture of innings, this law allows that the 10-minute time interval between innings must be enforced before the start of the next inning. The application of Law 11 has flexibility to change the agreed time for lunch and tea intervals when circumstances dictate. For example, during bad weather, conditions involving rain, brightness of light, or other emergency situations that force stoppage of play. 
In these situations, the team captains and the play umpires may agree to change, alter, or cancel an interval. Note that in some instances, if the batting side have nine wickets down at the agreed time for the lunch or tea interval, play is allowed to continue for 30 minutes beyond the agreed time set for the interval. But the law is strict and specific in the limitations for drinks. One drink break is allowed for five minutes maximum. But under agreed playing conditions, such as excessively hot weather conditions, the number of drink intervals may be increased. Without exception, no drink interval is allowed during the last hour of the match play. The option to set a Greek change playing protocol is open to both sides with the consent and agreement of the umpires. And it is expected that the umpires must inform the scorers about all arrangements and changes to conditions and intervals. That's the end of law number Thank eight. you very much. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I, 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 have, I, have I want to say something here. Um, I think the, 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 the break for lunchtime is 40 minutes. 40 minutes. And, 40 minutes. Uh, uh, and 20 minutes for tea. So maybe for that's all for the interval. Yeah, I just, just to mm. divide it up in two for um, 40 minutes for lunch. And 20 minutes for tea time. Those are that's mm-hmm. the total one hour for the interval. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. Just to, just, to, Oddly, just to, um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. We appreciate that the official, but note that it said at local club level, it means that it may vary, but it shouldn't wouldn't be any much longer than that. So, local mm-hmm. clubs, depend on where you are, may change that to the time stated. Okay, so so we'll have to insert um that, that, that like test cricket or uh, first class cricket, it right. is forty minutes and twenty um, for tea. For tea, okay. It does say it does say clearly at the local the club, club match. I understand that. I understand that. But what I'm saying. For people who are watching, then um, you know, list mm-hmm. a, a um, cricket, or you know the international cricket, they're not going to see a one hour in, in interval. They're going to be seeing the, the so that should have been inserted in the law right there to say like in such cricket like Test cricket or international cricket, it's 40 hours. That hour is you know would like 40, 40, yeah. 40 minutes 40 for the long, minutes for tea and, yes. uh, and 20 and 20 for tea. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me say something. I have one, one little issue. I think every time Donna talking, just before she finished, is an interruption. And I, I would have preferred she said she finished before because she was saying something when um, somebody interrupted before she was finished. So let she finish off and we hear everything she said and then we just go from there. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear inter- I didn't hear an interruption in no. this one. No, yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. no. Before she finished, Mr. Francis cut in before she was finished. Oh, oh okay. No. I heard it clap. Yes, I yes, heard it she did. She she did I said, I said, bravo. I thought she was yeah, finished. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said, bravo. She did not finish. She was, she was still talking. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, for, we got it. For the record, the goal of this segment focused on laws mm-hmm. of cricket series is to give a brief overview of the laws. We do not intend here to give a line-by-line statement of each law. The focus is just that, a focused 
with a brief overview, as Donna pointed out at the start of the, uh, the presentation. Okay. Thank you, Donna. And we look forward to next week's segment presentation. Yeah, when, yeah. Uh, then, then it's just one thing I just want to mention, too. In, in most recent times, right, we mm -hmm. see a number of a number of um, players have been given water break, not breaks, but taking water under the field. Those mm -hmm. are not considered interval, interval. But I just wanted to just point out that they're not considered in, 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 in um, intervals. Intervals. Right. Uh, may, may, maybe some, maybe some of the changing of gloves. You know, the, the batsmen yes. have asked mm. to change the gloves. And uh -huh. wet because sometimes they are batting out there and the gloves get wet, you know, sweat, mm -hmm. perspiration. So in bringing a glove and thing, they may run in with, with a, a bottle of drinks or water and, and they'll take a sip in the meantime. That, that, that's not considered an interval. It should be noted here that official match conditions, because all mm -hmm. matches have their own various brand or yeah, yeah, stipulation. Um, or, or stipulation of conditions of play. And in some places, it will clearly state that you can bring water on at, in, mm -hmm. at break time, but fall off a wicket and so on. So, again, mm -hmm. remember, this is not going officially. All of these intervals are being set in motion by the local and the Right, right. Of the match at that point, but yeah, this as, is good as to bring people down. As I would have reminded us, as agreed upon by the captains. Yeah. Uh, 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 before, right. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. That's thank, 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 you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Donna. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you, Miss Donna. Thank okay. you. Okay. So we turn our attention. We just want to say welcome to Mr. McKenzie. Come on in, Brother McKenzie. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. We feel you from afar. We feel you, my brother. Oh, thank you very much, um, man. I, 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 I have been so much absent from the show. I really missed it. For so good thank reason. you very for much for your warm welcome. And mm -hmm. I will listen to your discourse. So continue. Thank you. Oh, I don't know if you had heard the session a while ago and that we presented by Donna, uh, but um, but nevertheless we are going through a series of the laws, and the ladies are taking charge of this under the with the assistance of Dennis. So and I, I heard you if you can, right? If you job. can, you, I, I, you can I, come I, I in as a volunteer. I'm coming when possible. Okay. All right. Okay, so let's move right ahead. Those of you who have not been, how you say, on, in terms of the World Cup, oddly, give us your views before we move on. And well, we, we had Virgil earlier on, too. Any views well, that you I want to share? I think the World Cup is living up to expectation, and well, let me say for some teams, because um, England went in, you know, well vaunted. Uh, I mean, they have been playing buzz cricket, you know, in Test cricket, they are making every other team look like they're not trying. So one would think that in the in the ODI that we're going to see the same thing from the from the defending champion. But it has been such a big disappointment, a big letdown. 
even today, um, when they played uh, India, and you find that uh, they, they got rid of India for 229 in the 50 overs for nine of course. And um, something I noted in that time is that um, Sharma, um, he has already scored at 86, and today he, he scored at 87. You know, the 87 is a bad lucky number for Australia, according to the superstitious number, 13 from 100. So, yeah. And the next batter that is coming in, uh, which uh, is Adesha, his best score was 87. So I was looking to see if um, he was going to come and score another 87, but he didn't stay long. <laughs> he didn't stay around for, for long at all. But um, I, was, I was hoping that at least England would have put up some fight today. Uh, I, I was saying, boy, it looked like India's going to taste the first defeat. But, but it was a big letdown. And no, it, let me say, Virgil, the bowlers did well. And uh, when it, when it comes, Shami, Shami was on fire. Um, Bumrah, the same thing. All, all the bowlers, they, they, were, they were doing the job. So it's not like they, that the Indian, the Englishmen feel. It was that the bowlers were too much for them. And, uh, no. and we can find, we find that the, even when the Indians don't make a hole at a run, that the bowlers come back and they do the job. And as they continue on the winning way. So congratulations for India. That's my favorite team. Anyhow, um, you know, West Indies not there. India is my number two and England number three. Um, the Englishmen are going up early. But you know that. That's how it is sometimes. But uh, overall, there have been some good matches. We, we look now and Afghanistan have won two matches as, long, as well as the Netherlands. So, um, you know, as I said, we're glad Weston is not there because I'm sure that um, some other team would have won more, match, more matches. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Um, sometimes I'm at home. I, I get to watch um, some of those matches live. On other times when I get home, uh, I, I watch when they're showing the replays, you know, the shots and stuff. But um, I, I think it's been very good. The bowlers, are, they, they have some bowlers that are real outstanding. I'm really happy, man, for Kuldeep Yadav. Believe me, he's a guy that I've always considered to be a very good bowler under all conditions. And he has been given, you know, uh, you know like scant regard. Every now and then, you know, he would come on and, and he, he'll do a very good job. The next match he's out. The last test match he played, he was the man of the match. The next test match he was out again, you know. Because mm-hmm. they, 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 they're using, um, I forgot the other spinner now um, um, that, that they didn't take to the World Cup. They brought him instead. And he, he's living up, you know, you know, he's giving a very good account of himself. I know the Indians are not unhappy having Kuldeep Yadav. He's always doing his own thing, doing a good thing for India. So overall, I'm enjoying the World Cup. The hundreds are something else, boy. The hundreds are something else. And the 90s and the 80s. So that's good. Matthew. Dennis, you think yeah. that? Uh, well, hardly, well, uh, hardly said the India's bowlers were too much for England. But, you know, quite frankly, I don't think they were too much. They bowled well. I think England was just very, very, very poor. If you look at how they were out, even Stokes for it was a typical example, and he wasn't the only one. A ball pitched up to him, and he is stepping back across his, to the leg side to try and 
cut as opposed to playing it in front because that's where the ball is. And I saw that Joe Root came in, and admittedly that was his first ball and it was a good delivery. But once again, he's not making the proper foot movement. And while you can, um, you know, while you can give Joe Root a little bit of lever there, the others are really, really dismally poor. The type of shot that they attempted to play should never, ever be played in a situation where all England had to do was take four singles per over. They didn't have to go for the big hit. Four singles per over for 50 overs is pretty close to the target that they need. And the buys and the extras would take two. So there was a lack of planning on the part of England. And it showed very much in the fact that the highest total we see in, in England run side, I think, was 17 or 18. 27. I think 27. Livingstone. Mm. Oh, 27. Livingstone at the end. Yeah. But apart yeah. from Livingstone, everybody else was just barely cracking the double figure. And so he still came in. And he was hailed as the savior for England when England lost those first two matches. And yet, what has he done since then? There's a lot of noise in the background there. Somebody, somebody yes, please. I can, I can hear okay. it too. Yeah, somebody has something at the back. Folks, can you be kind? In? It's it's all, it's all like some papers or something like that. R- yeah, shuffling between you. Yeah, okay. Go on, go on, um, Dennis. You finish? Well, on, yeah, on that England, on that England one, it's very sad to see that England will have to be joining the West Indies in really. trying to in trying to qualify, a lot, and Pakistan in qualifying for the next, the next 2025 one. World Cup. How? Yes, indeed. Can, can you give me five minutes, five seconds, Leon? Ahead, I don't think I don't I don't think England could have done any better with the way Shami bowled today. I don't think they could have no other size of the matter. He was always on the wicket and moving the ball into the batsman. Very few opportunity to make a cut or anything like that. So I, I, I think the way he bowled and Bumrah is always a danger. Whenever he comes in, you can almost expect a, a wicket with every ball that he delivers. So I still I still insist that the, the, the bowlers got the better of them, and um, I don't think they could have done it better. Thank you, sir. I, 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 thank you, thank you, Oli. I just want to say this. I, did anybody saw saw Root as if he, he showed the scent today when he was given out? He he was beckoning to the umpire. Um, from the commentary I heard, he was was not pleased with the decision. It looks like if he played the ball or he had an inside edge or outside nope. edge. No, to me he was, to me he was plum. <laughs> to me he oh was yeah, plum. he was plum. No. Yeah, he was plum. But I think Leon. I think there was a hint of a nick, a very small nick on the bat, and I think that might be where his disappointment was. I saw that on the um, review, but. Well, how come the umpire did didn't not. see that then? I, 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 I did not, no, I no, did not see any, any... Go ahead. Yeah, on, the, on, the, on the review, you saw a very small nick of disturbance. 
just before he was struck, and I think I think that uh, that is what he might have been um, gesturing at and expressing some disappointment with, but no out- outrage as such, just maybe a disappointment that he took a first ball duck. Back to you, Leon. My only other, other contention is that I don't I didn't believe that England should have picked Stokes, although he. He retired and he came back. He scored uh, a good amount of runs when they were, were preparing. But he doesn't seem as if he has his heart. He's not able to bowl for England. And his batting is just mediocre. Stoke is better than that, and I feel, believe they should have given a younger player. Perhaps that young you know, player might. Yeah, go ahead. You know, this belief, Leon, is that sometimes they, sometime they, they, this belief is like, um, 80% or 85% of a, of a superhero is better than 100% of somebody else. And I think he's <laughs> come back to, uh, only, to bite them. Uh, only, only I believe he's sick. He's not well. To me, he's not well. That, he can't that, that's, what, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. they're saying, I think that's, that's what they're going by. You know, 85% of the superstar is better than 100, 100% of somebody else who maybe they would have been doing much better. And why didn't so carry Joshua Archer? <laughs> he's, uh, I don't know if he's fully fit either. He's, in he's the, not. He's not a batting all round. He's not a, a all rounder in, in the. No, but he's uh, a, a, a spearhead of the attack. If he comes in, he he has the pace. Yes, yes we know as a bowler, but yeah. they, they mm. but not a batsman. Turn the mm. turn the yeah. innings around with a bat. I think there was talk that off off. Joshua, Joshua is still not 100% fit. He's not, right, Joshua. Yeah. And, and so to his dogs. Well, yes, I agree, but he's probably more fit than the archer. <laughs> All, All right, right. So let, me, let, me give, let me give my piece on the game now. First of all, what Andy said is 100%. And let me go a little bit further. Meaning? England, bo- meaning? What uh, then? Um, meaning that... They, they, they could not handle that 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 um that that um bowling today. I'm going to explain the reason for that now. First of all, um, India when India bat, India always make over 300 and something. Today, India make 220 something. England bowl good. Ball was moving. England bowl good. Now India going, England going to bat. And once you see ball start swinging like that, I don't care what batman you be in the world. What the best team in the world, you are going to have problems. Most of the time, when these guys are batting, ball maybe swing for like a couple of over, and then that's it. Team make 300, close to 400 runs. But for today, those three pace attacks mm-hmm. were swinging the ball, and there is nothing in. Somebody was saying, taking single here and there. You could not even touch the ball. Sometimes you see some of the ball like cut the bowler in two between the mm-hmm. bats. And, 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 and the Batman, the, boat, the, um, the ball is going. So, for what happened to England today, I was on, I have a little um, chit-chat with some of my friends and them, and they were saying, oh, England need to go home because England bat bad. It's like, then I replied, what happened to the bowler? You know, everybody started mm-hmm. coming down on me, or they wasn't talking. But the thing about it, the boat, today attack, any team was playing against India today, India would have destroyed them. I don't care how much India, mm-hmm. the same amount they make, India would have destroyed them with that bowling today. Don't say tomorrow, if India going to play somewhere else, the same thing is going to happen because you go on another pitch and so it's different not going to play like that. Different pitch, right. So what happened to England today? I can't blame none of the Batman for England. Maybe one and two might play a little 
Rashad or some of that, but for the auto some of them get, they could not stop some of the auto. It, the, the, the late swing away and into you was very confusing. So all my credit today, it's completely on both bowling attack. England bowling attack, that out number two something, and India one was a lot. India one was a lot better than England. Uh, and the I other thing that the due, India, by then the due came the due came in when when the Indians were bowling too. Yeah, and it make it better for them. So mm-hmm. I would not kill England with the, at the bottom of the table, but believe you, I give all praises today to both sides bowling, especially India, because you might have one for England that maybe swing the ball, but then those for India is not one, is one two. And the three bowler was swinging the ball. Then the spinner come on, and the ball was turning big. You know, so it was a big advantage today. That's why India defeated England that bad today. It, it would have happened to any one of those teams out there. And the other thing, we, we, we're not supposed to take none of these teams out there for granted because the ball is wrong. As long as that team has its day, anything can happen. Anything. Once, once you bowl, especially the bowler, you bowling good, anything can happen. If the ball is not moving, then all you got to do, make a lot of runs. Because if the ball is not moving, you make a lot of runs, the other team can come behind and make a lot of runs if the ball is not moving on when they're batting. But once the ball moving, the bowler is going to have the day. So I give the bowler, both sides, all credit today.
it, it, that's that's about that's about four men, four extra men, <laughs> not just one. <laughs> Let's hear from Dennis. Dennis was trying to get in after that, Virgil. Dennis, I, go ahead. Leon, I was saying let's hear what Donna has to say about... Oh, yes. Come on, Donna. Mm. Donna, you have anything to say? About that match today? Mm-hmm. I completely take off my radar because it was so sad to see the way England was going. I stopped watching him. And I went back mm. to that, check to see what happened. Donna, 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 Donna Biden, can you, you think they should play it back better? They could have played better? I don't know the ball is really good. But I don't even okay. know if they could have played any better. But it was so Thank you very to much. see how England mm. responded today. Mm. Those, those guys who are mm. on point to them with the ball in, in them Indians. Mm. But, <laughs> oh my goodness, Butler, it looks like shorter. And they play some yeah. bad stuff. I turn yeah. off my, my phone. I said, no, I can't watch this. Can I ask you a question, Donna? Donna, question. If you had New Zealand here, do you think they'll fare better? If they were do where? If New Zealand were, were opposing India today, do you feel that, that they would have feared that badly? <laughs> New Zealand? No. New Zealand yeah. has some more grit and determination to me. Okay. You see how they fought their young Yes, I, I, that's, that's the point I'm just trying to make. You know, you, you make effort, but I didn't see the kind of effort from Stokes and some of the other batters. True, but, but the ball was the moving. The captain mm. is not even leading from the front. But just Butler is supposed to be a, a great player. Yes. <laughs> Could not, look handle, Butler, look could, could not handle the movement. Could not handle the movement of the boy. Butler's touch of the okay. captain is very poor. I think if I were him, I would have given the captain's name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Uh, That's the point you were trying to make. I think Donna. I think Donna will have to write a petition to the Englishmen uh, yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> to step down, Butler. <laughs> yeah. The bus freaking didn't work today. Many games. It looked bad. <laughs> Let's see. Now, they, who, who said? Who said they have to qualify with us next year? Who said that? Somebody said. Yeah, in the panel, we have to. England has to qualify us. Yeah, the top eight teams. The, up, the top eight teams automatically qualify, and then the others have to have to qualify to to, to be in the in the yeah, next year. England yeah, England and China. It's the top seventeen. And you, um, and you know what I was saying to Plus the one, the, 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 the host, plus the host, plus the host. Oh, plus the host, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And I was saying, you know, this is karma coming back to hand, England, you know, from the World Cup trophy, <laughs> what they get the last year when New Zealand was cheated. They should have, them two countries should have hold the trophy. So this is a late karma for England. Okay. No, which World Cup you were talking about? 225. It doesn't come from World Cup, it comes from a local, the, 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 the rest, when you're playing against country, that's the ranking come from, not from the World Cup. No, 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 no,
double super that over double and then decide over. decide and on, on boundaries. To, 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 to England. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. I don't know. I thought, I thought you said they had to qualify for the next. They have to qualify yeah. for the next well, World well, Cup. Well, if, if they don't finish in, if they don't finish in the top seven and and then they, 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 yeah, they have to qualify. Your automatic, your automatic automatic qualifier. If you finish in the top seven or, or, or and then plus in the nation that's going to be hosting will be in the, will the top eight. So all so the other nations will have to qualify. To, to play to play in the, in the world. My my question is not from now when you play um, the one day and the ranking that you be you qualify from. Yeah, that's right. When you play country yeah. against country, that is not where you get qualified from 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 Look, the ranking. I, I, if you're number I, I one. Heard, on, I, I heard they were the talking about it today. I don't have to decide from today, Virgil. But the way the, the commentators were talking about it, it it was as if. You know, England England is out. They'll have to qualify for the next one. So I, I don't know. It, it depends on top eight finishers in this World Cup. That makes an uh, automatic qualifier. Because, because if, if it's a World Cup, you qualify yeah. team from, it don't make no sense if the other team yeah. try to win any game. Mm. Because you don't yeah. already qualify. So I don't, but to mm-hmm. me, I don't, they never do it from the World Cup. They always do it from yeah, I, I the playing country. Get against, it, but that's what they've been saying. They, well, let's yeah. hear from that's Dennis. Dennis has something to say in that. Come on. Dennis, can you come yeah. in? You're trying to beckon yeah. to me. Mm, go ahead. Audley, for Audley and um, Virgil. 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 It, yeah. It is the top seven finishers in this series uh, uh, in India who will automatically qualify. Everyone else below the top seven, meaning it'll be England, perhaps, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Netherlands, Sri Lanka, as well as the West Indies, all will have to fight it out to qualify for the next World Cup. The No, no, not hmm? the final four, to qualify to get into the... Oh, well, yes, sorry. Um, um, yeah. yeah. To, because to, 24, to the West Indies is automatic. 24, that's a, that's a T10. No, no, this, that, is, that is different. That is different. That yeah, is different. But my question, if I'm, in, if I'm, I'm number one right now, okay, next year, this, the, same, the same team that you said at the bottom of the table, if, yes. when you're playing country against country, and these guys rank number one in the world, come up and rank number one, what you tell me, they have to play qualified game to go into the World Cup? And yes. they're number one in the world uh, at the time yes. I guess they changed yes. the rules, um, Virgil, but because yeah. that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, I heard that's that too today, but I didn't get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard you it quite a few times. Your ranking does only allow you to go to the playoff final to see who will move up yes. into, the, into the group that will contest the final. So it's only the top seven today who automatically qualifies. Everybody else have to do what West Indies did earlier this year and got their you-know-what kicked. Uh, but, Leon, let's hear from Hyacinth to see what's happening. No, in no, 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 before we bring in Hyacinth, let's bring in Simon Dennis. Simon, good afternoon to you, and then we you got to turn it over to Hyacinth. Yeah, well, good evening where I am. is evening where I am. Uh, good, good, good evening, evening everyone. Mr. Uh, I call mm-hmm. Leon, number one. And Dennis and the Cardinal, Audley, Donna, Murchis, Virgil, Mr. Patel, Jetna, Ivor, Mr. McKenzie. I don't want Thank to leave anyone out. Thank you for the evening, sir. 
Mm-hmm. And had a wonderful week last week, and we're looking forward to a much better week this week. Indeed. Have a wonderful evening, all. A pleasure yes. to be on the show with you, ladies and gentlemen who know the game of cricket so well. Okay. Let's, let's hear from Hyacinth now and prepare for the question, Simon. We're going to have you on. Hyacinth, do you have anything to add? Or do you no, I'm, I was just, well, I'm disappointed with England and today. <laughs> and uh, nothing, nothing else to add, really. But how are, the, how are the English taking it? Sorry? Are they ready to send them to Australia? How are the English men taking it, or English women taking it? Well, I think we're very quiet. You know, they're not saying much. <laughs> you know what it is? You know, everyone is a bit quiet. They're not, well. Did, did Jeff Boycott say anything? You heard of him, Boycott? He's very outspoken. <clears throat> no, no, I've, I've not heard anything from him. I think he was sick. Tomorrow. All right, okay. So, 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 Leon, Leon, um, what, what, what I think Dennis was saying, if they are ready to send the, the, the Englishmen to Australia, remember, uh, uh, Englishmen send prisoners to Australia, they banish them. So, oh, 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 oh. I didn't get the joke. I didn't read between the lines. Anyway, thanks for clarifying that. No, but normally when England win, you, you, you hear about it all the time, non-stop. But when they lose, you don't hear anything. Everyone's very quiet. Mm. Mm. Quiet. Mm. All right. Let, let's hear from Simon. Simon, you have a you have a, you have an easy question for us. Uh, you yeah, a couple of weeks. When you know the answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but this all Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Do you want to? Coming in with a good question tonight. Hold on there, please. Hold on. My Don't question give us one you know, some before now. Hold on, I'm coming. My question for now. Hold on, I'm coming. It's 29th, right? 29th of October. Yes. And uh, my question for tonight is, what was the highest score? I'm talking about test score now, test runs. Highest test runs scored by Sri Lanka in history of the game. The highest test runs scored by Sri Lanka in the, well, in the world, I should say. The high score. The high, the high score in Test cricket by Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Lanka, yes. In Test cricket, Test. Yeah, yes. Five, five ninety-five for four. Five hundred and thirty-one by okay. Sri Lanka. Okay. Five thirty-one. Okay. Five thirty-one. Five ninety-four. I say seven forty-nine. Seven forty-nine. Seven twenty-eight. 728, Virgil. How about you, Dennis? Uh, I think it's about, yeah, 575. Okay. 575. Okay, let's let's hear from the ladies. We have Donna. Donna, Donna, give us your best shot. So they they had had a match there. Five sixty. Five fifty. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Donna. Hi, 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 Hi,
much as you know, prayers and thoughts, because she's not feeling too well tonight. So, good evening, Miss Martries. I'm hoping you, you'll and be better. And her mother as well, you know. Bobby is mommy. under the weather as well. So, oh, keep I'm her in our prayers that. and thoughts. And guess who we find tonight? And hope they get well soon. Yeah. And we want to bring in somebody from, from Tampa. Good evening, lady from Tampa. Uh, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Everybody knows her name? Hi, Jasna. Oh, welcome, Jasna. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. I was what excited. What is the highest score? What is the highest test score that um, Sri Lanka made? Is nine hundred and Nine something. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let, let's see if I'm... Uh, Jasna, Jasna, can you tell us your answer, if you have it? How much did, how many runs did, is it Sri Lanka made in test cricket? Yes, and, and don't look it up, don't look it up, don't look it up. <laughs> Let me ask my husband. No, her husband. No, no, asking somebody is not, is, you're disqualified. <laughs> no, you're, hey, two shots and one in her, two shots and one in her. Sri Lanka are disqualified. Disqualified, but anyway, give us, give us. Simon, you're, you're loud at? I'm listening, I'm listening. I'm no, listening I'm asking you, right do you allow that? Is she qualified to participate? Go ahead. Yes. Just no, give no, us your no, answer. Don't, don't, you can't look it up now. You can't look it up. <laughs> Go right ahead. Quickly. I think 900 and something when they made it against India. Because you had a triple mm. century and a, and a big, big um, oh. double century. So when, the seven hundred. Okay, plus is, it could be. It could be because when yeah. when uh, twenty guys make triple centuries. Well, two, one made triple centuries. One make uh, like two hundred yes, eighty yards, yes. something like that. Which mm-hmm. one? They, I think they put mm-hmm. on almost seven hundred runs or something like that for the, the partnership. Okay, yeah, really, so I don't know from our friend right. from England. It takes too long. So uh, could you give us yeah. the answer? It takes too I didn't long. Hear her answer. No, she didn't come back. I said five sixty. 560, that's no, close enough. No, high since well. 560. High since yeah. 560. Mm. You're doing very well, yes. You're getting close. <laughs> if, if, if one thing with Simon, if it's a 450, say you're close. If it is 450, say you're close. All right, come on. Come <laughs> on in, Simon. Come on in. Just now come later. We've we got, we got, we got a few more things to cover. Okay, we come have the whole panel now. Mr. Yes. President, yes. should I reveal my answer? Yes, sir. Okay, the high score scored by Sri Lanka in Test cricket was 760 for seven Ooh, wow. against India in 1980, no, 2009-2010 Test series. 2009-2010 Test series. Sri Lanka How against much India. Se- How much of that? And it was 760 so then, we have something to put in our So, so I said 749 the first, and then I tried to change. But, so I, you, I was you are very close. close. Well, I, I got the 60 right. Somebody said 728, and Ardley yeah. said 749. Yeah. Well, Ardley, 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 you were disqualified. Ardley, you were disqualified from the same. I know, because um, I changed. Because I changed. <laughs> yeah, I stay with it. <laughs> no, we, we only count the first one. We we he was just saying off the top. Thank you, Simon. So, Simon, thanks, thanks a lot, folks. Let's Very just good. 
Turn our attention to the West Indies 50 over championship, the CG championship. Let me tell you up ahead. ahead, Jamaica is doing so terribly, I'm not following it. You mean he, you, you, you mean the, the defending champion? Lost their thing, so uh, the defending champion. Uh, I'm not following it. You're not following no. it? That's not no. fair. That's not fair. That's not right. Come on, why? There is anything from you? They lost thing, man. They lost their thing, and yeah. I mean, they're getting beaten down so often. Three, three teams have played five matches so far, and Trinidad has claimed 37 points, top of the table. Uh, the combined campuses and colleges have played five, and they have 26 points. And Leeward Island has played four matches, and they have 25, three in the table. And um, Win- Windward Island, 23 points from their five. Barbados, 22 from their three so far. They looked like they were on their way to winning the match being played today. Yeah, Barbados won the match today. So they won it. That'll push them up a little bit higher in the table. And I know um, Winwood has not won any match, neither of Jamaica. So things are looking pretty, pretty grim there for the defending champions. But some really, really good performances over the last week of matches. You know, scores looking great. The youngsters are trip contributing. And someone like Jason Mohammed is also showing sign of, is it a recur- re- resurgence or mm-hmm. is it knocking on the door? Which resurgence. Is I'm not quite sure, but at least. He looks like he's uh, doing well. And there are others who are, you know, doing uh, very well indeed. So, overall, it's useful, but I don't know if any eyes will be uh, opened or any, um, you know, selector will think twice about their choices for players. But anyway, at least it gives them an opportunity to see one or two new players. Whether or not they'll take pay any attention to them is it, it, yet to be seen. Back to you, Leon. Okay. Anybody else want to come yeah. in? Oddly? Just, you just, have anything? Just a, remi- just a reminder that we're in the Lawrence Yagaro hour as a Peter class. Yes, indeed. So, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a standings here. I can't put my hand on it. But um, I know for a fact that Barbados won today and Jamaica again losing another match too. So. Okay, what, I got some best individual. Uh, accumulated so far. How much points Jamaica has accumulated so far? They have I'm accumulated not. Any bonus points. point or anything? Three bonus points. Three, Three bonus, bonus points. points. Hmm? Wow. That is, that is not good points. at all. That is not good at all for the defending championship. I mean, defending champions. Yeah, I've been following actually, so I don't I don't even know who and who are really playing. Um, is, is Rob Manfold still a captain? He's a captain. Yeah. He's a captain yeah. wow. for Jamaica. Yeah, he's wow. a captain. Uh-huh. But the team has changed a lot compared to last year, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that has a bearing on it since 
is, is the way it's been organized. But certainly that's no excuse from the, for the kind of performances that we've seen. The dismal seeing. performance, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's bad. It's bad. So, so far they've scored four centuries. Okay. Oh. No, High school. I can't even make this thing. The, 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 the printing is so small. I can't give it to you guys. But the tournament is really Hi. not. Uh, go ahead. Are you coming in, Donna? Okay. No. Donna? Anyone wants to say anything else? I, I just heard some, uh, some coming yeah. in. I, I just when you when you finish with the with this um, scores and Go stuff, ahead. Let's I, I move like on to because I, I don't I like have to, the details oh, okay. details because they 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 uh, scarce. I didn't have them. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, else we have heard a lot of criticism um, when it comes to the points, the bonus points, um, and I'm one of those that um, supported the bonus the bonus point system because I, I, I remember in the in the Big Bash League in Australia. Um, they implement. They implemented. They they like they they what they call the power play overs. That mm-hmm. if um, who make the most run in the power play over, you know you, you know the overs six first six overs, you actually get a bonus point. So if the first side that batted in their power play score 55, and you go you get in and you only score 54 or what anything below, the other side they wanted uh, a point. And if you over, if, if you should have overtaken their, um, their, their round that they score in a power, a power play, then that side would have, get, would have gotten a bonus point. And I supported that. It's, it's an incentive for, for, for players to, um, you, you have a target you're going after, not just the, the total, but you have, a, you have some targets as you go along. So it gives incentive for, for, for the players to score more runs. Um, uh, and, and, and it helped help the team. The same thing with the bowlers. You know, if, if, um, I think the way they have this one is if you score a certain amount around between the first and the 10 overs or, or between the, the 10 and, and, you know, a certain amount, then you collect bonus points. And I, 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 th- I think it is great. I, I've heard it being criticized oftentimes elsewhere. And I'm saying um, everybody have their own opinion still, but I think it's a great thing for the game because... Um, for instance, with what is going on in the World Cup now, if you're playing and you have a system where you want to reach a certain, you have a target you want to reach between certain overs, it helps when you go to international cricket. Just the same, you're going to go out there and you're going to try to make more runs. If if the circumstances mean that you'll have to pull back and consolidate and play the type and then regroup and come back later, if you happen to be still around. It's different, but I think it helps to 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 um, boost the game, make uh-huh. more. You, you look at you see more three hundred and three fifties. Um, we've been making in the in in, in the in the um, Caribbean League in the regional league competition. So I I think it's good. That's just my my opinion where where that is concerned. I think it's Can good. Can I a question for Audley? Yeah. Uh, you are you are aware that the CWI has instituted bonus points in this series of matches, yes? Yes, yes, I'm aware mm. of that. But what, what okay. and, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying I heard elsewhere, another, you know, people, you know, and, and yeah, other shows 
where they are, where, where they are beating it down like like it's crazy for them to do that because a side can end up not not winning one or one or two matches and then um, win the champion. But I'm saying the, the, the bonus situation is open to every team. So mm-hmm. if one team if, if if one team don't have a disadvantage over the other one. So Agreed. not because you may not win as much match, as long as you continue to get the bonus points, it's open to everybody. I see nothing wrong with it. Agreed, agreed. Gentlemen, what is the purpose of the bonus points? It's, it's an incentive for incentive. the players who, who go in to make sure they know what the goal is. It's a goal they're set. Right. If they, if right. they can score, say, six runs per over, and lose less than two wickets in that, um, it's a 10-over point uh, towards the end, then they'll gain a bonus point. It's but isn't it, though, isn't it not areas the Westerners feel that they're weak in, they want to improve? Well, so it, helps. Be, it helps. Yeah. That's, it. That's why the incentive is there. That's why the incentive is there, to improve the areas that they feel it, they're weak in. Right. It, 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 it will help to il- eliminate the amount of dot balls. Help dot to balls, run, yes. run between mm-hmm. the wicket. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they put some urgency into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. I think it's all good for the West Indies. Yes, it's all good. But folks, let me just bring this to you guys' attention. Trinidad Tobago has, apart from today's um, outcome of games, this is probably yesterday's. Trinidad Tobago are on top with 37 points. Followed by the combined campuses and the colleges. They are on 26 points. In third place are the Leewards. They are on 25 points, but with one match less than both Trinidad and the combined colleges. In fourth place, the West Indies Academy. They have 23 points. In fifth place, Barbados, and, and today's result may push them up a little further because they won today. This is not included. They are on 22 points. Guyana, they won today. Guyana won today. He said Guyana won today, not Barbados. Guyana won today. So they are on six, 15 points, but they played four matches. And uh, the Winwood Islands played four matches, and they are on six points. And at the cellar, there is Jamaica, the defending championship. They played four matches, and they lost all four, and they have three points. Oh, my. Oh my. The land Mr. of wood and Mr. water. Mr. McKenzie's wow. team. <laughs> 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 Mr. McKenzie, what, what, what would you say to Jamaica? You are the defending champions, right? And there is not much changes in the, in the lineup. Because they have Powell, they have, they have all the big King guns. is not there, though. There's no Brandon King. Brandon King, changes. right. Brandon King is not there. There are changes. But not not a lot, though. But maybe a pivotal player yeah. in... Yeah. I but, think it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, you, you, know, you have, have Puran, too. Can, can, can you... Hmm? Can you give us a change? The changes in the side, then it's like where Jamaica is concerned. If you have it available, uh, yeah, the give change. me one sec. Yeah, give mm. me a moment, and I can mm. tell you the squad for Jamaica. Um, that is quite simple. 
Yeah, Jamaica squad, Powell, Captain, Fabian Allen, Brad Barnes, didn't hear of him before, Jermaine Blackwood, Bonner, mm-hmm. Dennis Bully, Sheldon Cottrell, Nicholson Gordon, Andre McCarthy, Kurt McKenzie, Shalom Parnell, Devo Royal, Odin Smith, Chadwick Walton, Nikita Miller is the head coach. So I see names that I recognize, Powell 1, Blackwood 2, Bonner 3, Gordon 4, Mackenzie 5. Did you call Chadwick Walton? Did you call Chadwick Walton? Walton? Chadwick Walton. Chadwick Walton. So I see maybe about six six players who played in their normal team. So I guess maybe it's not as many as I thought, but there are quality players who are missing and who are not there. So that's that's the spot that's, for the Jamaica team. Yeah. Okay, thank but, you. But Ghana haven't lost any player. I think um one guy has is sick. And that's about all. But they have they have the bulk of the player. But Rutherford is playing very well. Playing very well. Yeah. He nearly killed Leeward. Huh. Rutherford? Rutherford. For Guyana. From Guyana? Guyana. Oh, yeah, he has been playing very well for I said Guyana have most of the players. Because Hetmeyer's oh. in. And but Rutherford has been there and dear about, and he has really showed his class this year. He made a, he's one that made a century. For the centurions that I have, the top scorer is Otley, the one the youngster out of Barbados. He made 134 not out. Kyle Mayers, he scored 107 not out. Rutherford, 105 not out, and Dowich, 102 not out, and um, Bishop, he has 95. Those are top scores they had. They list here on the the best individual scores. Right? Who else made one? So Paul made a 70-odd twice, and who else made any runs? Paul from the Leewards. And who else made runs from the windwards? And Barbados, well, you have you have maids coming to, but like, like Hope and Hope is still is still around. Yeah, Hope, yeah, Hope, Hope and Bradwitt and Bradwitt has not been scoring, you know, excessively or up to the. And in the bowling now, the top. Performers without today's performance, so you got seven for 29, which is the top. And that's a young man from St. Martin, seven for 29, Durham, from the Leewards. Then Carriott, he's bowling very well and batting as well, too. And batting well as well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He got a five for 34. Then you have Hayden Walsh, also not bat- bowling bad and batting okay for the Leewards. He has five for 48. And a young, named Young for the West Indies Academy, he has 5 for 49. 
and Joshua Bishop from the Academy again, four for twenty-seven. The only list. These are what the West Indies Cricket Board lists: the best individual scores and standing in the tables and the best bowling figures. So. I don't know if 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 the, the, the tournament is really up has improved. I think the fact that the that the West that the World Cup is on has any effect on the performance of the players. They may I stay up so. to watch the matches. I think so. You think so? Yeah, yeah. It the game's a little lackluster. It, it lacks urgency. It lacks the kind of fire that one would expect in the match of this type. I mean, I've watched one or two of the games um, and I've seen no sense of urgency, like, as if they're going through the motion, but they're not putting much into it in spite of the bonus point. But Coach has joined us. Let's hear what he thinks, if he's seen any of the, of the matches. Coach? Coach, come on in. Yes, I'm here, but I'm not following any West Indies cricket at this point. <laughs> well, there are too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard I some people was, say that too, you know. I, some people say they're not away. following West Indies cricket. World Cup is on. Yeah, but not only yeah. that, I was like away from home for last two and a half weeks. So I'm still trying to catch up with the local cricket, you know. Oh, by the way, why don't you tell us where you were going, man? I see somebody in the crowd look nearly like you. Were you in India? Tell us, tell us, tell us the whole scope. If you were there, tell us who you met. If you have the prince of Nobody, peace. Nobody, it, it was a different thing than normal cricket, right? because there's a lot of things are happening, and uh, I had a reason to go there, and then I'm going again probably in January one more time with family. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. things going on. And it uh, looks like uh, the momentum is uh, heavy because uh, this World Cup is, looks like uh, turned out to be the largest in history in terms of the fans and revenue. And uh, that's going to carry over to the next year's World Cup in uh, U.S. and West Indies. It's a, it's a matter of time to see how these things formalize. But the biggest thing in this particular time over there is... Uh, uh, International Olympic Committee meetings. It was the first time it was held in Mumbai. And uh, by the way, this is the movement made by the uh, same sponsor who bring the World Cup in 1987. It's a huge uh, industrialist from uh, mm-hmm. western part of India. And he was, the, we call it the pioneer anchor or whatever you can say. We could not have this cricket without that grandpa at that time to bring the World Cup to India. And since then, the world has changed. And now his uh, son and grandson are involved to invite the IOC. And looks like this uh, first time happened. And I believe India is eyeing on 2036 uh, Olympic in India, first time in history. So those like a lot of things are happening. But looking at the momentum in India, it looks like... Uh, it will not be more than four or six years. It can be a huge uh, uh, market, especially for the sports. And I will not be surprised if they can take over from uh, U.S. side sports as a number one in terms of the popularity, marketing, promoting, and the way the development is going. And 
it will be positive uh, movement going forward because now indian fans realize that beyond cricket there is olympic means there is a lot of other sports and believe it or not it looks to me within next 5 years we will see plenty of talent coming from india even in olympic because now the people realize it's not about just one game we have to be uh, involved in almost every game out there and uh, that's uh, you can see from the local school level grassroots level lot of things happening but the positive part is looks like their participation has been increased their interest is really high now and that will be the concern for the probably the world just like they are doing with the cricket and the same thing they can because they have the pool of players it's a huge pool compared to any country Chetan we could is i particular been disappointed with the crowd but i must say it has picked up the the spectator has picked up i sight not only with india match but the, the other matches too so don't know but it looks good looks good it, so it looks good and now they have controlled these things now i can tell you because of the security concern and level of these games are india is going really high at the checkins at almost every stadium you can see that right so what we have seen is like a firecrackers or fire in the stadium i don't think it will happen again because now they are controlling heavily those things which can be a huge safety issue especially for the stadium which has a capacity of 60 70 or 100000 they are really concerned about it and uh, and uh, now it's a one good thing i can see is like everybody has a cell phone in their hand so they are too much tied up and occupied to protect the cell phone rather than do anything else <laughs> anything you want to bring out to us jaitin that you want to share other than the world cup anything new that nothing much in india is just like a trying to put a big step towards a couple of franchise thing i believe they have a baseball coming there now that is already there uh, american football is also eyeing there at uh, some level some point it will start over there and uh, that uh, looks like a government's uh, effort or support behind these sports is growing and that is the huge thing and as i'm involved in a couple of academies down there too including couple of programs over there and because of that is uh, like to catch up and tie up with it so when i do my retirement i will have some activities to going moving forward all right then is anything for the big the coach yes yes coach there are four teams currently uh running well dare i say running away in, in the lead for for the, uh, the the top four you know being new zealand australia india and um South Africa. But there are approximately four more games or three more games to play by for most four more games to play. Can you think of any way that the bottom six teams could make any impact on the top four as things stand right now? In other words, can somebody literally go out and win all their remaining games and this one of the current top 4 out of the um from from the table 
so in that case you have to have the two different criteria to analyze this uh, particular world cup right number one is who is the top four and who is the bottom four so in mm-hmm. my way to look at it i will say let's start from the bottom england <laughs> they still have to play australia and pakistan so now looking at this current performance of last three weeks i doubt it if they can beat the australia means they're out mm-hmm. they're still got yeah. a challenge against pakistan now next go to the number nine bangladesh they still have three games to play and these three contenders are again australia pakistan and sri lanka so that's another mm-hmm. country you don't expect even they win three the top four one of the top four team has to lose all three that's only chance so these two teams are out slim chance now we go to that pool of uh, teams which has the uh, four points each means they have won two games that is the netherlands afghanistan Pakistan and Sri Lanka. So let's take one at a time. If you say Netherlands, okay, they got the first opponent left is India. They're playing last. So that's a huge. They have to beat India and India has to lose one more game before Netherlands can tie up in top four. So that's a really a mathematically it's possible, but technically and performance wise, they have a slim chance. Then you go to the Afghanistan, another team, but the afghanistan is in a heavy uh, pressure because they have to play now two of the top four australia and south africa both remains and they still have a contender sri lanka so sri lanka afghanistan battle can be a key for one of the team to go up but still depends who they play in the top four pakistan looks like they can win two more games but they have the tough opponent in the New Zealand. And then you got the fifth part is Sri Lanka. Now they have a little bit different situation. They got four games remaining. They're playing two against the Asian continent uh, uh, competitors, Afghanistan and Bangladesh. So it can go either direction because these all South Asian teams are heavy on spin and they know the current condition. But at the same time, Sri Lanka has to face india and new zealand so that to mm-hmm. make it the huge at this point i will say now if i have to switch top four india has to play south africa that's a top four matchup new zealand also has to play south africa that's a top four matchup and now australia is not going to face any team from top four means they have already played with india south africa and new zealand means Australia has a remaining games against England, Afghanistan and Bangladesh. With that situation, it looks like Australia can be one or two. That's for sure, right? That's how the performance wise is. So, we still have to go one more game. It will be starting elimination. At this point India is at uh, sitting nicely at 12. Have not lost any single game. and that can uh, tied up to almost to let's say Sri Lanka at number 4 5 if they can win all four games and they can tie with India at top so there is like a, India has to lose couple of and Sri Lanka has to win all it's like tough competition there so it's like a, top four has advantage to keep stay there 
India, South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia. And in my opinion, I believe these four teams are done for the semifinal. They might shuffle their position one, two, three, four, but looks mm-hmm. like four teams who are performing really well has done so far good, and they are picking up the momentum, and they are the very healthy teams at this point. So the bottom six has a slim chance to go in semifinal. All right. Anybody yeah, you know want to say concerned? something to Jayton yes. before we close? Oh. You, you, you know what my concern, Jayton, is um, I'm hoping that unless they, they're going to do like Trinidad and Tobago when in, in the regional competition, Trinidad won every match and then finally, you know, won the, the, outright, the competition outright. Because... Um, According to law average, you know, sometimes um, you know you, you lose at a particular time when when is the worst time. You say you're supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, they have been winning, 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 and they 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 do some loss, and then at the crucial time when they need to go through to the like the final two, one thing like that. I'm afraid that you know they may just come up with a pro, poor performance uh, and and um, get knocked out. And I would hate to see that. I'm not hoping for that. I'm not hoping for that because I, I, I think they can do just like Trinidad, you know, go right through and win, win um, 100% of the matches. And um, they are in India. Uh, as I mentioned before earlier, maybe you heard on then that India, they're actually playing it 15, 15 man team because um, the, the crowd is not just one, the crowd is four extra players um, mm. <laughs> with a blue stadium. So I, I, think, I think they should. I think they should win everything. I'm hoping. But, but I doubt you India can go I, I doubt mm-hmm. India can go winless. I can tell you what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, next game is against the Sri Lanka. So they will go without any change. And they might bring the Hardik Pandya back in Sri Lanka. So he can get ready for the next matchup with the South Africa, which is the key. And remaining matchup with the Netherlands, by the time India should know their position in playoff. And against the Netherlands, I will not surprise if they can make two or three changes and let the reserve players play and rest some uh, good players on the bench because that game is just like a formality. It's better to mm-hmm. use for the preparation. So that's uh, I doubt it if India can go all the way uh, without losing any game. Now there is a key matchup is coming, which will be the New Zealand and South Africa. That's a huge matchup there, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the team going to take out of it. Australia is as easy right right now because they are at yeah, number four, but at the same time they are playing number eight, nine, and ten in order. So mm-hmm. means that they're mm-hmm. gonna go through because the performance they have. Like, they're on the song right now. They got 350-plus score in last three games, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. That's a world record, actually. And uh, I think the uh, way they're playing fearless, if you see the uh, striking the ball aggressively, means uh, they are going to continue to score that 350 if they got opportunity to bat first. And that's uh, how this Australia can be a dangerous team. But I will say Australia Ill is eyeing for number one or two spot, and it is possible for them to have it because South Africa and New Zealand, only one of them can go up because they are the one tied up to play against each other. Same thing, India and South Africa remains, and Australia don't have any top four contender because Australia can go up. Yes, indeed. 
Anybody for coach? Good analyst. Do you want to say anything? Anything? No, no, no. no, no. Okay, well, why don't you give us your final thoughts, Virgil? Coming to the end of it, and Mr. Kenzie next, and High Center after. Virgil, your your final thoughts. I can say wonderful game today. I know some people didn't like the outcome, the, the way how the game ended up, but I can say good bowling by both teams. And India was the better of the bowler today, and they defeated England really badly because of the mm-hmm. bowler. So good luck on them. Looking forward for the rest of the game um, next week. And Mr. Francis, if you want to share that um, video that I sent you to anyone, the panelists, you can share it for me, please. Um, oh, you with your um, son? Your son? Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness! Oh goodness! I should, should tell the folks about that. Virgil's son is an excellent DJ. That's what I asked whether or not the one who came on tonight was. Yeah, he has a video which is and a he's a YouTuber. Around. A YouTuber. Yeah. And a YouTube. And he's a YouTube. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, he has. He's, thing on YouTube. he's a YouTuber. Yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. I will do my my best to share it to my friends and well wishes as well. So. Thank you for that, Virgil. Hyacinth, your final thoughts? I just want to, first of all, apologize for being late. Our clock You're went, never late. <laughs> no, today, our clock went back an hour. Mm-hmm. So oh, oh yes, yeah. we're wondering if you couldn't get in. No, 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 no. By the time I, I forgot that we're um, an hour behind. Okay. So anyway, oh. this was a lovely show. Thank you so much. Enjoyed it as usual, and I'm learning so much. So thank each and every one of you for contributions you've all made. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, indeed. And give your regards to your family, Yolanda. Yes, I certainly will. And, of course, I shall call Denfield. Yes, I'll be calling him again. Give your husband our regards as well. Tell him get well soon. Get well soon. He need he need to catch up with you. You're, you're learning so much that he has to well, come close to you now. Well, he's played cricket all his life, isn't it? Huh? I said he's played cricket all his life. Yeah, his father yeah, was an yeah, excellent cricketer. cricketer. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's so much sports now. Thank you, thank you. Just anyway, have a blessed evening, everyone, and a wonderful a week. Good night, good night, Hyson. Yeah. Jessna, come yeah. on in now, Jessna. Yeah, be safe, everybody, and uh, see you guys next Sunday again. Yes, indeed. Mr. Mackenzie, thank you, Jetsna. We love to see you whenever we hear it. It's like a breath of fresh air. Mr. Mackenzie. It was a very interesting discourse. I cannot hear you quite well at all. Your phone is under the weather. Come close to the phone. Thank you very much, and good night. Okay. okay. Good night. Thank see you, you so much. See you, see you next week. See you on the radio next week. Simon? That's right. That's right. Thank that's you very right. much, Mr. McKenzie. Simon, your pleasure. final thoughts? It is such a wonderful pleasure being on the show with you, talented gentlemen and ladies. Know the game so well. I look mm-hmm. forward to coming on the show every Sunday to learn more about this great game of cricket. Have a wonderful evening, all. Be safe. I, I, Next week, choose Mon- Sunday at six o'clock. Have a wonderful I, evening. I, I, I invite you, Simon. I invite you, Simon, to come on a little early to hear Donna Hyacinth and Murchis 
giving you the laws. You couldn't have it better. Explicit, concise, and something to remind you what you knew long ago. To be remembered, eh? Yes, indeed. And we come on right after the birthday and anniversary hour. Okay. come right after that. Okay, Donna? Tell him all about it. Tell him, invite him, him, you yourself. <laughs> I invited him, but he didn't what? come on at all until later on. So, Donna, yes, you're... you're come mm. on and hear the ladies sharing with the gay man. you got to come on and hear us. Okay. okay. I remember that. I remember. Okay. Have, Have a wonderful time. evening. Mm. Perhaps Donna, you can speak for the for, for Matrice too. I don't know if she's still under the weather, but I wouldn't disturb her. So yes. do that too for yourself and her tonight. We like to say we love to contribute to the show, and we had a wonderful time evening talking about cricket. May the best teams win in the World Cup. I'm rooting for my New Zealand since it's <laughs> But I love the way India is looking very strong and very invincible, you know, at the moment. So it's a good contest again. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll see you on the show next week. When we'll hear from Merchant, it's well enough. Okay? Yes, indeed. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, right. Good night. Thank you so, so good much. Night. Give everyone our regards. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who's next? Is it um, Audley? Oh. Yeah. Yes, all right. Um, yeah, um, wonderful show, uh, I must say. I enjoyed it. And um, I'm hoping that Jamaica will finally come out from under the grass. Um, uh, uh, they've been mm-hmm. in the grass looking for a sting. I hope they find it. <laughs> the scorpions. <laughs> and, oh. and come out and show like <laughs> with a little ambition and show show something that they, they, that they are defending champions. They're not going to win again. They're not going to win a championship, but I want them to come out and do much, much better one than what they've been doing. Okay. India, um, continue to do what you're doing. You're at home. I say you're playing it 11, with 15 players with all those um, this sea of blue and things. So you have all the support, and I know the pitches there it's equally um, available for both teams. But that's your home ground, so keep on doing what you're doing. I want to see you lift the whole the, the, the World Cup ultimately. All right, okay. so ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful. Wonderful week as we go. Remember, look, you may be having some difficulties, and that's, you know, something that we all are susceptible to. Um, But remember, it's not the end of the book. Just turn the page. Your life story is still being written. God bless you. Talk to you next week. God bless. God bless you, too. Thanks for your contribution. Time is going to change back next week. Time is going to change back next week. I think we'll be going back to the... Uh, is, is it, um, whatever time. Is it, we'll be fine. I don't know the why it is, but we know we usually go back. Fall backwards. Fall backwards. Fall backwards. Okay, and spring forward. Fall backwards. All right, guys. Let me give a hint to Ivor. Let me give a hint to Ivor. Yeah, we're going to be taking time to do that right now. Go ahead. Okay. 
Go ahead and, and do that, Dennis, and say hello to our brother Ivor. He's missing in action. And call but it out. Tell, talk, about, talk about this Caribbean Global Voices as well. Dennis, please. Well, yes. Well, you will be inspired when you tune in to the Saturday morning entertainment hour on Caribbean Global Voices. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. And you can join in by requesting some inspirational music of your choice. It's 1-563-999-3693. That's 1-563-999-3693. To be inspired, listen to the Caribbean Global Voices. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to noon. Great. Thank you, Leon. Okay, did, did we, Jatin left us? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, okay, yes. good night, all. Thank you, all. And on behalf of Antigua, I'm going to play this one. You know, the independence comes up on the 1st of November. So this is a song dedicated to all Antiguans around the world. Stand up, Antigua, by the Onion. <laughs> Oh, man, I pulled it wrong.